I'm Elia Haber for the Beirut Banyan. I'm recording this on a Monday. Yesterday was a big day of protest, as all Sundays are. But it was also characterized by a big fanfare next to EDL, or the electricity company. Then I meet a friend who had plans to go there again today. Here's our conversation. Okay, so let's kick things off officially. If you could please provide me with your name, age, and profession. Uh, my name is Maria. Do you need my family name? Oh, my name is Maria Ael. Uh, I am 31 years young, and I'm an architect. Okay, Maria, what brings you here today? Okay, first of all, why did I come in this, to the streets in the first place? It's obviously because I think we can all see the living situations that we're in. We can see how unfair they are, how many people are living in poverty or under poverty lines, how unfair the, the whole system is. For example, recently in the last budget, I don't know if you know that, but they cut off a lot of the budget that was uh, meant to go to like organizations that deal with people with disabilities, that deal with people who, uh, who need a special sort of treatment, the old people. So all of that, like if you are a bit underprivileged, let's put it that way, then you're basically fucked for lack of a better term and I think it's really unfair like for example I'm gonna talk about myself like a lot of people were saying like oh you have an iPhone like why are you in the protest I don't have an iPhone but I live relatively comfortable but that doesn't mean that I don't see the amount of shit that we live every single day I can see how much other people are struggling I know that for example my dad hasn't had work for the past six months because, well, it's a long story, but he is an engineer. And as an architect, I know because I myself am in the same basically shit puddle. Uh, we haven't had proper work for a long time because obviously no one wants to invest in this country because, as you can see, the situation has been going from bad to worse and it's still going downhill. And what makes it worse is that for the past several months, a lot of specialists would say that the economic situation is going downhill, we need to do something about it. And then you have some people in our government that would go up and say, oh no, everything's fine, what are you talking about? Everything's going great. So we went to the street to tell them that, you know what, I'm sorry, but this is where we draw the line. Because for the past 30 years, you've been ripping us off, you've been spending money God knows where, you haven't given us a budget for 12 years straight, and we don't even know where the money is going. And when someone asks them for the budget, they give them very abstract terms such as 400 million lira on payroll. What payroll? Who did that go to? Like, you can't get any, any concrete answers from the government or from the establishments that are related to the government. And that sucks because they say that they have transparency. We have the law that promotes transparency. And yet nothing is being uh, worked on uh, in reality. So that's why we went to the street, because we want fucking basic human rights. We want electricity. We're in 2019. We want electricity. Is that so much to ask? We are the country with the most rivers in the region and we actually import water. How shitty is that? And oh, I'm sorry, we import water and then we build dams on places where you can't build dams because the soil is not what's the word, suitable for that and where you actually can't get water. Like, I mean, they're just building projects for their own benefit so they can you know, get money for their own pockets while we get nothing at all in return and we've been paying taxes for so long and they keep increasing them and yet we get nothing. Basic human rights. We don't have proper health care. We don't have proper education. 
We don't have proper uh, like aids for people with disabilities, for old people, for anything. We literally have nothing. If you don't have any income or if you have an income that is just enough for your needs and then you get some surprise like someone gets sick in the family, you can't cover the, the, the most basic bills that you have and that's terrible. So we're in the street to tell them that enough is enough. As per the Lebanese constitution, the people are the source of the power. So we're showing them where the power lies at. And for today specifically why I'm in the street is because actually there is these amazing initiatives. A lot of people are having a lot of different talks, talks about the situation of the country, about the economy, about politics, about recycling, about human rights, about women rights. So whatever it is that you're interested in, you can find someone that's talking about it. You can join, you can spread awareness, you can you can yourself be more aware about different things and you know and I think it's bringing people together because like for the past 25 days the streets have been awesome and the best thing about it that you're not actually spending money like I mean a lot of things are given for free here and if you want to spend money like you're gonna get something to eat you're not getting it at a fancy cafe on Zaytuna Bay that's charging you like 20 bucks for a small sandwich very reasonable prices and you're out you take it you took back the public places that they stole from us over the years so i think this is uh, this is why i'm in the streets and this is why i'm finding it awesome and this is why i am here almost every day you see people you start meeting new people you don't know where they're from what their religion they're in you just know that no one here uh, likes any of the political parties and that is enough to unite you like we all have different demands for example some Women are talking about uh, women rights, some the LGBT are talking about LGBTQ rights. You have uh, people talking about people with disabilities, you have people talking about healthcare, about education. So we all do have different demands and that is true. But we all have one demand that is in common, which is that those thieves that we have right now in the government, we don't want them anymore. And that's it. And they don't get it. What kind of a person do you have to be to have two million people tell you that the job that we gave you, that we're paying for, we don't want you to do it anymore because you're not doing it well. I mean, if you think about it, like if I had it, well, I do have a job, but say if I wasn't performing at my job for the past 30 years, I'm not even going to say 30 years, I'm going to say three months, I would be fired. Why are they not fired? They deserve to be fired and they just, they won't get off the chairs and that's just terrible. So Maria, I've seen you here since the early days. It's almost been a month. If you were to reflect on your own journey in this month and what has happened in the country, what do you think you've learned in this period? Um, well, first of all, I learned that basically if there's enough people that are next to you, behind you, in front of you, then we are strong together. Second of all, what I learned is that we can't give up because it started as a small thing. You probably remember the night of the 17th. They weren't that many people. Then on Friday, which was the first day that I came down to the streets, there were a lot of people and it kept growing. And then a lot of people were a bit disappointed that the numbers were going down, which is normal because people need to rest from time to time. But that taught us that because we persevered, we had so many accomplishments that we didn't think we were able to have, such as the latest taxes that they approved, 
they took that back. They changed the paying rate of the, the, the telecom companies from dollars to Lebanese. There were so many things that happened that maybe people are, uh, some people, let's say, who are a bit pessimistic, they're saying, oh, like, what are you doing? Like, what can this achieve? Aside from all the things that we achieved related to the country itself, I think the biggest achievements were the things that we are seeing in the streets, the solidarity of the people how much people are giving from themselves like I've seen women cook for literally over hundreds of people which is amazing and that was something that they did like they brought cheap ingredients I'm not saying they're making gourmet food they're making very homey food but this is amazing because believe it or not I know people that are coming to the protest because they can't afford to eat and that is just sad so that's what we learned. We learned that together we can help each other and we can build a better country and fuck the people who are in the government. We don't even need them. And soon enough, they're going to be gone because like when the people have the will and when the people are still persevering after 25 days on the street, we're still in the street. I think that we can get to what we want. I'm going to be realistic here. We might not get everything that we want, but I think if we make it 20% better, that's already really good because anything is better than what we had. Four weeks on. Did you see anything, whether in real life or online, about those protests? And you looked at it and you're like, is this happening in Lebanon? Well, I am from the north. Uh, I spent most my childhood and teenage years in Tripoli. And the fact that people from Tripoli had the sign of Imam, which is a Shia thing, it was so amazing because throughout the sectarian division that those corrupt politicians did after the civil war they built hatred in the hearts of people and people don't know why they hate each other that is one thing so for people from Saida, people from the south to go to Tripoli and be welcomed with open arms they were all together in Sehtenur which is like the main square in Tripoli and they were all together and everyone was having fun everyone was looking to the future with hope in their eyes and there's something about Tripoli which is I don't know if you remember but there were clashes in Tripoli a few years back which turned Tripoli into like this war zone that everyone was afraid to go to and I was there I know that these people are so poor that they were literally just going to arms because some politician told them that they should fight and they were paying them to do it because like those people they can't afford ammo they can't afford guns they can't afford explosives a lot of things were surprising because the, the surprising thing was when you live long enough in Lebanon, you know that when one of the politicians, any one of them, goes and makes a speech, his followers usually automatically, they go like, hey, yes, he's right, we love him, we're going to die for this guy. But during this revolution, I'm not going to call it protest, I'm sorry, this was a revolution. During this revolution, every time a politician would go up and speak, people would get so pissed that everyone would go down to the streets like an hour later, I'm not going to name the politicians, but after every single one of the televised press conferences or whatever it is that they were giving, people would go to the streets even more to show them that we don't believe your bullshit. And that was so surprising for me because I've always thought that the majority of the people here are brainwashed, which is shown by the results of the elections which we've had for the past 30 years. So to see this sheer amount of people that is going down to the streets just to say to this politician or that politician that we don't believe your bullshit, that to me was very surprising in the best of ways. Since you were positively surprised, what would you tell people who are still hesitant about what's going on in the streets? There's a line that's been said a lot, which was that the wall of fear has fallen 
And the wall of fear has fallen. Like We saw people criticizing politicians that we never thought anyone would criticize. We saw people in Tripoli removing hundreds of politicians' pictures from their houses, which, by the way, they get paid to keep on their houses. I think they pay them $20 a month. Imagine, like, you're selling uh, the facade of your house for $20 a month to put a picture of some politician who did nothing for you except for that $20. You know, I would tell them, don't come to the street, okay? Like, if you're not comfortable being on the street, closing roads or whatever it is, we stopped closing roads, but still. Come to the discussions that are going on. It is nothing. Just consider it something cultural that you're doing. Go to the talks. Just listen to what the people are saying. Because I know that some people have these beliefs that are rooted within them. And they're not giving up on those beliefs. Like, for example, a lot of fear from another civil war and whatnot. But if you come and you see the discussions that are going no one is going in the direction of a civil war. I think everyone here, and it's been proven since day, let's say, two of the protests, that this has been a super peaceful protest. This has been like so amazing because people are coming with their kids, we have elderly people, we have people in wheelchairs. No one is fighting with anyone on the streets. Like I haven't seen anyone fight with anyone minus, you know, when a gang of people came and destroyed the tents here. This was not protesters, just to be clear. So just come to the streets and listen to the conversations that are going on. You might learn a thing or two and you might drop this fear that you have. Just look forward to the future and see something positive like if you are a hundred percent satisfied with the situation that you are living in if you know that if your son or your father or your mother gets sick and you know you can take them to the hospital without worrying if you know that you can educate your children if you know that you can feed your children and clothe them don't go down to the streets you're living the life but if you like so many of us like most of the population need to like look ahead and think oh my god like i can't afford to do this now I, I i don't have this now i don't have electricity i don't have water i don't have education i don't have hospitalization then do come to the street because any change is a good change that i don't think honestly i think that we are so low in the pit that we can't go any lower so the only way is upwards my last question to you is if you're looking back at this moment in our history a year from now what do you think people will remember or what do you want them to remember? I, I think people will remember the women because uh, I myself were standing between the guys and the armed forces just to protect the guys because they are really brutal with them and they're kind of a, a bit more gentle with women. People will, would remember the women. People would remember how much people were helping each other. There has been so much personal initiatives in helping people, whether it is with food, whether it is with that person who came to the protest to tell the people in Saida that the hospital didn't want to accept my son. Damn it. And so they, they went all together and they made them accept their kid. When you see the solidarity of people, when people were arrested for doing absolutely nothing because they were sitting on the floor, because they were peaceful protesters and they were forcefully removed from the floor and taken to jail, the protesters went and they did a sit-in in front of the jail until those people were removed. I think the solidarity, the women, the children, the amazing slogans that were said, it shows a lot of, a lot of consciousness, a lot of uh, education. And I think this was really good because 
it surprised everyone, I think, to realize that we're not alone thinking the things that we were thinking and that everyone is actually in one way or another together in this. And that brought us all together, which, which is something that I would love to remember. And honestly, I've been posting on Facebook for the past 25 days as much as I've posted probably for the past three years. So I know that a year from now, Facebook is going to remind me of all those awesome things. And I, and I, can't, I can't wait. Like, I really look forward to that. Unless the country goes to shit, then... Let's hope the country doesn't go to shit and that you'll have reminders outside of Facebook. Yeah, I agree. Elia Haber, signing off from Martyr Square for the Beirut Banyan.